0: All right, all right. We back, we back. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back, y'all. This is Black Coffee with a side of candor. I am your girl Nikita Gatson. I'm here with my wonderful, beautiful co-host, Monique Gibson. How you feeling today, sis?
1: Good girl. Good, good. Excited about uh, getting into this here topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think it's one of those things that we don't like to talk about. We like to put that mask on, like, oh, blessed and high of
0: favor. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do. It, it is definitely about to be dipping into one of these topics where, you know, you see posts about the wonderful things, especially in this phase of, you know, where your teenagers are approaching college years and you posting all the things about, the colleges they're going to, or the jobs they're getting, whatever their next endeavor is, but um, you know, and I get it. We keep close to the cuff. The fact that we might want to hang them on the back of a door, mm. a hanger, yeah, and close them on the outside. Just let them, just let them dangle there, you know, for a little bit. Yeah, I, there,
1: were, there was a point where I was wondering how I could do something with the vocal cords. <laughs>
0: um is it a is it a kind of tea can somebody is there a tea that could like shut the mouth shut the vote, turn them off
1: like like in the bible Look, who mm-hmm. who said they couldn't talk because they didn't believe yeah. yeah yeah uh-huh yep yeah
0: so people today we're talking about surviving the teenage years when raising a young black woman mm. i don't know about you I don't know if you have a teenager, if you have a younger young lady who is approaching teenage years, or if you have survived raising teens. Hmm, that's what we're about to talk about today: mm. surviving and th- I don't know how to thrive. I'm I'm trying to figure that out. That's what we're gonna try to figure <laughs> out how to thrive. I'm just trying to survive at this point. Yeah. So, so I have two. I have um a 17 year old, soon to be 18. And I have a 14 year old approaching 15. And, um, you know, I thought naively, I thought that these were going to be easier periods because, okay, they're old enough. They understand instruction. They have heard me say the same things 70,000 times. We're going, this, this shouldn't be as challenging as toddler years Mm. Mm. but dare i say it's worse Mm. and for me it's worse because i feel like toddlers they don't quite understand the consequences or they're not understanding why they're being asked or told to do something and they're they're young they're still developing but I guess I'm challenged with. I'm like you. You know. You know why I'm asking you to do this. You know that you're supposed to do this, or whatever. But it, it's it's. Ooh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I. So so I have a 19 year old and daughter, and she is in college right now. And you know, since she was about 14, it was uh, quite a challenge for yeah. me. On many different levels, uh, looking back now, it uh, a lot of it I think has to do with I was dealing with my own personal trauma from being in a corporate environment and being, you know, just dug on every day, every day, every day, and then trying to come home and have some semblance of uh, motherlike love for my kids and my family, my husband, um, and my kids seeing me go through that. Just, you know, I'm at a game. I'm on the phone because, you know, you're paranoid and you you got a Mm -hmm. boss who's just it doesn't matter what time of night it is. You better be available and the microaggressions Mm -hmm. and then you want Mm -hmm. to take it out at the the people who are giving it to you. But you can't because you need to die. And then just my kids seeing that. So I had an, an extra special dose of raising my daughter through her teenage years at the same Time I took my parents in in, and dealing with my parents through elderly years, on top of dealing with a boss who was either trying to get me in jail, put me in a mental (laughs) institution, or put me six feet under. I wholeheartedly believe that. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, this is going to be a good conversation. You know, yeah. we're taking the mask off because I know everybody just likes to say, "Oh, because she's at college, and oh, she's so sweet, and she's so this and that." And behind the scenes, <laughs> you just got through, you know, fussing and fighting, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, okay, so let's dig into what what does it mean in this generation, in this point in time, and uh, to be raising young Black women in the teenage years, and I, I feel like. It is, on the one hand, they're so advanced, they have so much access to information. It positions them very well to be resourceful. Um, And at the same time, we have, we're competing against the influences of social media and the influences of an age where everything is immediate gratification, immediate answers, immediate satisfaction and advanced um, interests and activities. And so it's for me, I wrestle with coming at my parenting with the lens of what was acceptable for me at that age Mm. and trying to separate or or switch my mentality so what what is what is the standard for today and then where where are my boundaries in relation to those standards of the day cuz today's standards is wigs and lace fronts and lashes and boobs and all all of these other things and it's like trying to figure out how do i not be quote unquote lame how do i balance that with setting good boundaries and expectations of respect and self-respect, right? And then just helping them to see the things, even though it's popular, even though a lot of people are doing it, doesn't mean that it's right or that you should be doing it, like in the BBL.
1: Yeah, I I, I think though when you look at their role models, uh mm. you know, um And as you mentioned social media, so you're constantly seeing pictures of enhanced bodies um, that are glorified. And if if your body doesn't look like that, then you're not as womanly or as desirable. And -hmm. watching my daughter go through that was tough. Cause I mean, when we grew up, I mean, we didn't have, Social media, so it wasn't like we were constantly being bombarded with images and artists' images. Our
0: images was music videos, but it still was more natural. Like they were showing things, but it wasn't. If I were, if I'm recalling correctly, like I'm thinking about Luke and, and the team. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they were showing it. They was doodle browning and everything, but they booties was real, right? It wasn't yeah. like. Oh, you don't have a natural butt. And so today's standard is, oh, you don't have to have one. You can go buy one. You can go, you go risk by- your life and get surgery to have one. You can go fly across the country to some other country for unregulated medical um surgery to enhance your body for to meet whatever the standard
1: is. The standard is, yeah. It- if, for me, so so my daughter played basketball, so all of her basketball friends were always over here, and her basketball friends loved me and loved talking to me. My daughter didn't for whatever reason, but, you know, and they would tell me about some of these female rappers and mm-hmm. want me to hear the lyrics, and they were very different from when we grew up. Yeah. You know, uh, the lyrics that are now the woman getting hers. Mm-hmm. you know very uh graphically mm-hmm. uh you know i uh, get mine and uh, yeah. you know uh and, and they would think it was funny because my face would i would just be like <laughs> oh whoa whoa!" Uh, and and i i don't ever present myself as so naive i was in the military i lived in a foreign country i've I've lived all over the year U- but even for me i was like "Ooh." i mean yeah. you know we went through little kim and up. Right. I, I was like, oh, oh, yeah. oh mm. yeah. And and they would be singing along. And you know, the power of that music, you know, you're singing yeah. along, you might not even really understand what you're saying, but you get caught up in it, like, yeah, I don't need you, I'm just hitting get- right. and that 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 right.
0: So it's it's those types of lyrics and influences, but also think of some of the songs that are talking about violence or self-harm and those kinds of things and you you're worried about how that's landing with your child knowing that they're also dealing with all these hormonal changes and sent the the, I can only imagine how much more amplified issues of self-esteem are today than when they were and when we were growing up and it was bad it was a bad thing you know as you're developing, you know, you don't know what your body is changing into, all of these hormones, you feel all of these kinds of ways. So you got that on top of all of these constant images telling you that if your body doesn't look like this, no boy's going to like you or all of these other things. And then we won't even tap into the lane of sexual influences and influences of sexuality and all of those things. um, It's a lot to try to balance as in our role as parents and protectors. Because I think that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest arguments that I see as a theme with me and my oldest daughter is this, she feels like I'm trying to control her. Mm. I'm trying to control everything. And for me, I'm trying to protect. So I do know I recognize there are some areas where I just have to release a little bit and let it let her experience it, even if that means she's going to fail or get hurt or that's part of life. Um, it's difficult though, a, as a parent and as a mom. You 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 want to try to keep your kid from having to do that, but
1: sometimes you yeah. have to. C.D. Jake's talked about that. That a lot of it is our fault. You know, like, like we put up, put our kids in bubble wrap. Oh, well, we don't yeah. want, her. oh, we don't want her. Oh, I, well, I'll do it for her. I don't want it. And then we wonder not like why, you know, they may not be able to handle rejection. You know, mm. not, not that anybody wants to handle rejection, but it's a part of life. Yeah. Um. So, so we've contributed to that. And then, like you said earlier, just the way we grew up disciplined, I wish I was my mama, eighty-one years old. I wouldn't talk back to my mama this day. Sin. So, it's just a different. I, I, it's just different,
0: it you
1: know. Really different. That now that part I don't
0: get. That part I don't understand. Where where is that coming from? Like where 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 are the influences of this combativeness or? almost like we're on the same level. Like, no, sis. But they, in some senses, they do feel like that. Like, I should be able to do this or that or say this.
1: No, sis. I think what's missing is a healthy fear. And, I, and I don't, I, I'm I not talking about like physically abusive or anything right. like that, but like, again, I always had a healthy fear mm-hmm. of my mom. Like, i feel like that doesn't exist because my daughter feels like she has a right to feel how she feels and how dare I try to control that or, you know, and there was one situation we had where she finally had to tell me, she said, I'm not you. I'm not a little you. Mm -hmm. And as absurd as that sounds, that hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? You're not a me. Because I would never have been crying over him or been you know feeling Mm -hmm. like i had to get attention from a boy and like you're right you're not me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and and i I think maybe for others like your kids are not miniature yous i see people say oh mini me mini me yeah they may look like you right but they are not they are not miniature vision versions of you that's 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 not how it's intended i mean i believe that our our whole goal is to raise them the best that we can, and you know, yeah. Sometimes but, I feel like I didn't do that great of a job. You, you you it does make you wonder.
0: I feel like every parent that's really trying to do it right, in some regards, feels that way because there is, there is no playbook. There, I mean, there are guides. There are. Treatises about um, psychological impacts and those kinds of things. So yeah, we could we could take some information from that, but you're dealing with a completely uh, specific individual who has very unique DNA, very unique needs, um, very unique desires and impulses and reactions and. They feel things that we might not have felt in a certain cir- circumstance or situation, whether it's we feel like they should have felt a little bit worse about doing something or felt they don't feel anything at all about having not done their homework or whatever. Because I would, you, but it's a different, it's different. So I think that's, to, for me, again, it's what's challenging to me is trying to understand how to meet them in their individuality while at the same time requiring a certain again standard of respect self-respect and accountability that's the Mm. that 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 thing right there is like that's another piece that I feel like I struggle with that I see it, it seems to be missing in some regards.
1: But I feel like that's the culture now that folks aren't held accountable for things that they do. When we grew up, it was, okay, you have to deal with the consequences of your yeah. actions. But now that isn't the same. Um, it's not in... in Bread, it, in in
0: bread, in in our culture, yeah. I don't feel yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't I, I I struggle with that piece. I just, because I find myself, I'm gonna call it in this newness of parenting and this new generation of parents. Where I'm one of the ones that is really trying to not um, replicate some of the models that some of us black. Folk have experienced in terms of physical discipline. I really, 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 really try <laughs> hard to have a conversation to express what the expectations are. You messed up. You messed up, and this this is the consequence. Sometimes that mouth triggers me in ways that I don't intend
1: to respond. Um, the reality of it is. Oh, one of the things is the taboo like nobody wants to talk about it because everybody wants to present like oh my daughter so oh she's doing this she's doing basketball she's doing nobody wants to talk about how the night before you were ready to like you know maybe yeah. send her to be with the lord um, <laughs> yes. you know what i mean because then people yeah. people are so judgmental it's yeah. like well then people are like oh well, what are you doing wrong? Right. It's like, no, I need to talk about it. But I nobody talks it. about it. So you don't have an outlet to say, hey, is your daughter doing this? Or mm-hmm. how did you handle it? Or how do you, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's so detrimental just to us who are currently in that space that we can't talk about it and have yeah. some transparency and say, yeah, you know, my husband, you know, had to like bring me down a notch because, mm-hmm. you know, um. <laughs> You know, yeah, because we had a situation. My daughter was in the eleventh grade, and we found so you know, like again, ex-military. I knew something was off because I can track her on her phone. Something Mm -hmm. was off. She was always in this neighborhood, but I couldn't catch her. Mm -hmm. So one night, I was at my son's soccer practice. My husband was at home, and I I looked up to see where she was at, and I was like, "This is that same address." Well, she had told me Mm -hmm. before was a friend of hers. I was like, "No, she don't live in no apartment." And that's mm-hmm. a different city. So what that so I called my husband. I said, call her, call, call her. See, see see mm-hmm. what she doing. So he called her. She didn't she, he uh FaceTimed her. Camera she wasn't went off. Mm-hmm. He said, turn the camera on. She said, Oh, my battery is low. He Baby said, you Jonathan, gotta Turn the camera on. He said, Where are you at? Oh, I'm in Sonic. He said, Well, let me see some of the basketball girls. Oh, they just left. He said, You've been sitting there for three hours now. Mm-hmm. so he called me back he said, get, he said I don't know who you got in the car he said but get your tail home right now so I'm following her on the app mm-hmm. we live north she went south mm-hmm. so she got home my husband was out here talked to her so I get home I get in her face I said so we lying now mm-hmm. girl she looked at me and she was like what <laughs> now <laughs> My kids know, like I look, look, I'm not I'm that that ain't your girl. No. Like you, no. I will oh. I'm built different <laughs> and it caught me so off guard. Yeah I was like, she know, like, girl, mm-hmm. I would take you look, I would take right. you out of here. Mm-hmm. She didn't have no fear, she just didn't girl. I started clapping. I had to start praying. I was like, oh, look <laughs> how I was speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> girl my husband you know he was standing right next <laughs> to me like uh, oh, like i'm gonna have to catch her she just jump up i was like oh this is a new day a new age yes. so i say all that to say like there's not that healthy fear but who i can't i didn't have anybody to talk about it with like yeah. is it me did i yeah. do something wrong did you know you know, and then I see your, everybody on social media, like, oh, their daughters are so perfect and so sweet. And, oh, we went to have coffee. And I'm like, my daughter didn't even talk to me. Like right. <laughs> I do. I,
0: I agree with you. I think we need more safe spaces to be able to be vulnerable and share yes. our struggles and where we're challenged because we really want to do the right thing. Yeah, We want to do the right thing by them. And the reality is we don't know everything. But we could benefit from, you know what? My daughter tried that same stupid stuff, and this is what we found out was the basis of why she was doing X, Y, Z. And this is how we handled it. And now our relationship is this. Help us, sister. I, I really, I encourage us women, black women in particular. You know, it's not. We're not asking you to to call out and bring shame to whatever situations you've been through, but. Can you help a sister out? Because we yeah. be struggling out here. It's it's yeah. difficult. And and I, I would love to see some safe spaces for our girls to talk to each other, whether they are feeling pressured into engaging in certain activities, um, whether that be sexual, whether that be introduced to drugs, vaping, weed, all those kinds of influences. Um
1: it's a lot going on. It's it's a lot and not only that, but but like my mom said, like you don't want to break their spirit. So mm-hmm. as a black woman, you're like, I'm raising a black woman, so she has to be strong.
0: Mm-hmm. She
1: she has to be able to put up with the rejection. She has to know that she's special. Mm-hmm. And and like you, you you grapple with that and you're yeah. like, but if she talks to me like that one more time, one more again, like we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. So understanding that when she gets into the world, well, even before, I mean, we had situations in high school where my daughter dealt with like just blatant, just blatant yeah. racism from teachers and like what? what? And you know, and, and us having to have that conversation, like, hey, sweetie, like it's not fair. You know, mm-hmm. I have a a young son, we've had to have that conversation with him multiple times. Like, you can't do what your friends do. Mm-hmm. Like you can't go in other people's backyards because guess what, you're a young black man, and now that 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 he's six feet tall, you you ain't cute anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't view you as being cute. So and and he's so hurt. Like well, that's painful. That's painful. painful. I can't
0: just be me. I don't have the luxury of just being.
1: Yeah. Like my
0: friends of other ethnicities. Yes. Yes. That's,
1: that's hard. Yeah. So dealing with that as, as a young black girl, you know, already having to deal with racism in sixth, seventh, mm-hmm. eighth grade, sometimes even younger than that, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're trying to find yourself and,
0: yeah. you know, And I know my daughter has struggled because she's, she's so smart and she always has been, and she's so overtly smart. And so I'm sure Growing up in classes, she's been advanced. She's taking advanced classes all the time. People are probably like, "Ah, oh, know it all." Da 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 da. And even the teachers probably are like, "Cause I'm, <laughs> I can only imagine." Um, Mrs. Jackson, are you sure that's the right? Thing? She probably has gotten on their nerve, but she's being herself. And instead of being able to nurture her enthusiasm and her energy they see it as threatening or disruptive and you know what I mean? And that's, yes. so I, I, I'm, I'm also not the kind of parents like, Oh, my daughter would never, but at the same time, you know, what you're not going to do is come tell me some mess that, that you should be able to navigate a little bit differently. I had a situation where a teacher, um, so my daughter is, she, she, she has it honest, she got a little, uh, Somewhat activist kind of uh, spirit about her sometimes, so she will speak up for herself or others. Not there may be more ideal times <laughs> for her to engage in that, but that's neither here nor there right now. Um, but the example is that one of the teachers pulled her to the side. If and if you don't want to be in this class, you could drop it. But you're not going to be bitching and da 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 da. I said. He said what? So I had to come. My child, she's not called, she's not eighteen yet. So I understand your point. If she wants to advocate for herself, and it might not be the best time to do it in front of the entire class, but I also think you, as a teacher, could have chosen better language mm-hmm. in having a conversation with her. Especially going to pull her out by herself. Do you know how intimidating that is? Yeah, yeah. And he was a white man. Don't do that.
1: Don't do that but you know nothing I mean? about that. Like she had to deal with that and then I don't, you know processing that as a kid right. it's hard as enough as an adult but as and a kid I have to tell
0: him like I, I am teaching my child to advocate for herself so that when she goes to college and is away from me if she's dealing with an issue with her grade talk, I always tell them to talk to your teacher so I can't I can't have you to be knocking her down when I'm asking her that she has to learn how to do that you can't be using that kind of language that's inappropriate
1: yeah
0: you know what I mean yeah so them dealing with that on top of normal regular hormonal changes and insecurity on top of all the influences of social media and everything else it, by the time they get home, it, they ready to fight probably just like as much as we we are sometimes dealing with some of the corporate environments that we've been in, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, it's it's tough. It's tough, but but still, as a parent, you want to teach your child how to process that better, yeah. you know. Because I'll speak for myself, having to hold in all that frustration mm-hmm. and anger when people we're talking crazy to me or watching other people progress over me when everybody in the room knew who was the smartest one in there, the most mm-hmm. highly educated, the most, you know, happening. Mm-hmm. Trying to teach a young black girl that though, Hey, life is going to be unfair. Here's how you deal with it. like that. That's, that's, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That that's, that's
0: tough. I say, as far I so we've talked a lot about where we are challenged, but I do think that there are quite a few blessings in having and raising black teenage girls, um, even in today's era. I mean, we talked about their access to information; um, they are much more capable of finding things um, and pursuing opportunities because they have access, because their educational experience is so um, technologically advanced. They have Chromebooks or iPads or tablets since elementary school. So they have some advantages that we didn't have um, growing up with being able to navigate using computers and that kind of thing on a regular basis um and I, I do think that they have a better sense of how to advocate for themselves they have lived through the eras of Black Lives Matter and Me Too movements they have seen people that look like them use their voice in a positive way to make change um so I do think um, sometimes what they might not use with the right people may, being <laughs> us, but they are learning hey I can use my voice to create change or speak up for myself or speak up for others so I think they, they are seeing some things in a different way because Martin Luther King was of a generation before ours we witnessed some of the benefits to those movements but I don't well did we have something similar like in when we were growing
1: up i so 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 we we grew up in an era where you know my my mom was always be respectful be respectful you know just be happy to have a job like you know mm-hmm. just you know don't don't ever she she would say act a fool don't ever act a fool and and i i never did i never i never acted no matter how disrespectful people were towards me I never acted a fool at work um but but there's another side of that though like I, I I didn't I wanted to stand up for myself but I knew that that meant I probably would lose my job that day um so so I just think it, it it's different it's, it's 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 a different generation it, it you know and I'm and I'm sure when My parents were young, you know, they dealt with different things. And then we dealt with different things. And our kids are different things, you know, shootings in schools and whatnot. Yeah. We we never had to deal with that. I mean, God, I can't even imagine like having active shooter. Not in the school. Not in the school. No, no. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that kind of stress, you know.
0: But that to be a regular thing, like to have drills on a regular basis for active shooters. Like that's, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's there, another there was level a- of anxiety. That's the anxiety, they're, they're so anxious and they have every reason to be.
1: Yes. There was a, a school shooting here at one of the high schools and My daughter was not at that high school. She was about 15 miles away, but panic just spread. And she called me. She's like, mom, they said the active shooter is going to leave the school and come over. there." And I was like, sweetie, I said, calm down. Because I always teach my kids, like, you can't panic. Mm -hmm. You can't afford to panic. Calm down. See what's going on. Listen, listen. Think through okay, what do I need to do? Do I need to hit the floor? Do I need to run? Do I need what what do I need to do? And she was just, I said, okay, baby, it's gonna be okay. It's Mm -hmm. gonna be okay. I said, I don't think he's gonna drive over to your school, but if he does, you always know hit the ground first. You hear anything popping off, you don't stand up going, What's the sound? You hit the ground. So I'm like, oh my god, like I this stuff I was dealing with in the military, like right and my kids have to deal with that so you're right that that anxiety and processing that as a kid like and I think that comes out
0: sideways to us similar to how you talked about us holding in all of that stuff till we get home I think they kind of are dealing with the same thing so y'all, I'm talking to myself when I'm talking out loud is just <laughs> just like literally having these kinds of conversations, which is why we're saying to be able to be in a setting to be vulnerable, even if you're even as you're saying this out loud, it's like wow, maybe she's not intending to be disrespectful, maybe she doesn't even realize that the way in which these words are coming out of her mouth are in that way. How can we? help her to, number one, maybe first try to understand what is going on. Because mm-hmm. I want to believe at every kid's heart they want to please their parents.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I want to believe that. So when that is not coming across, what what is underneath it then? What is happening that is coming out sideways this way? Is she dealing with something that I'm not aware of? is she anxious about something is she sad is it a boy did she break up with somebody does somebody is she being bullied is she on her period is she, i mean is it could be a lot of things but we take it personal because it, it's it's hurtful that's another thing that parents don't talk about they hurt the hell out of our feelings be in my room i mean they make you cry like, oh, yeah like burning like now I recently took my kids on a quick little staycation, and we had a good time. But I'm realizing they don't really want to fool with me like that. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: They I they have
0: a lot of doses, but then they like they want what they want, and I don't want to do all of the things that
1: they do. Well, mine because my my husband and I trapped her in the bathroom. <laughs> we were like what is going on with it? like what do you not like us because you know me and him are having conversations like well, did we do something we we'll are do it and you know she said to us? she said i like my friends i said what wait a minute so are, you're trying to say you you like your friends but you don't like us and mm-hmm. she was like well you're my family i like my friends hmm. right. okay okay <laughs> so you pull that heart, that that knife out, like, man, like... And <laughs> huh. it, it wasn't funny at the time, but me and my husband just looked at each other like, wow. Right. But But that's how they view us, though. Like, right. I don't like you. You're not my friend. I can't right. talk to you because you don't know what it's like. You're my mom. You're my dad. You're always going to be there. At least that's what they think. And mm-hmm. then let's not even talk about kids hurting themselves. You know, you're like, oh, geez, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say much because I don't want to go deep in. Yeah. And, you know. It's a lot. But- that's something else. In my community growing up, we never heard of anyone hurting themselves ever. I- I've i had,
0: I have had at least one friend that I know committed suicide, but this was after college. So no, it wasn't, it wasn't um, at the ages and rates that we are seeing now. Yeah, And I really truly believe that social media, unfortunately has a really big impact because these kids are already struggling enough Um, In-person bullying was already bad enough. And now you have Snapchat where people are these messages that go away for 20 after 24 hours or whatever, that people have this um, courage to say things behind the shield of social media that they wouldn't dare say to someone's face. Mm -hmm. And so it's amplified. It's spread a hundred thousand times over for anybody to see so the impact of bullying i'm sure is super magnified and again these these kids egos and emotional well-beings are already fragile because they're in this sense of hormonal changes and trying to figure out who they are where they belong who they belong with what groups accept me who doesn't accept me who likes me who doesn't like me why don't i have a Partner or boyfriend yet, or that all they cheating and all of these things.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. So so, suicide has been unfortunately becoming more common, and I've seen several notices from the high school um, about children who have passed away. Sometimes they say that it was. I usually when they don't give. A reason. a
1: reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. I I can't I can't imagine losing yeah. a child that way. Just losing a child, period. But like yeah. that, I I I can't even imagine that.
0: Yeah. I I know um, a friend of mine whose child took their life in their
1: home. <laughs> you uh, know, I, you know, as a mother, just again you know our situation you know we wanted kids we we loved them we did the best was was our mom of the year any of her 19 years probably not (laughs) but i remember asking her recently within the last year i said olivia i said you know i would run through a wall for you right and she goes yeah i know that Mm -hmm. so i was like wait a minute so it's not that like like she knows I love her and you should yeah. see the notes. Like for Mother's Day and my birthday. Oh, you've been such a great example and I love your strength and I've seen how you fallen down and you get right back up and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, because mm-hmm. you don't act like you like me.
0: <laughs> no. So we need a support group. <laughs> yeah, there is, I'm going like, to keep coming not, back to that. But it, you're right. Not, like my youngest, she was like the other day. I'm so glad I could talk to you about anything. I could just tell you anything. And I'm so glad that you're my mom. I was like, hey, girl, me too. Um, okay, so I'm gonna start just journaling these things on April the sixth. <laughs> yeah. She said this, you know. Um, and I I'm we have to be grateful and hold on to those periods. Um <laughs> <where> they- <laughs> we got to hold on yeah but how how else do we cope wow I have a membership at Cooper's Hawk for wine
1: (laughs) oh wow a nice nice
0: glass of red (laughs) which helps me
1: sometimes (laughs) I mean and you know what you you have to be careful because you're like you you have to be able to take a step back and go. You know what? I know they love me. I I know I know she loves me. Mm-hmm. Maybe she doesn't know how to process it. She doesn't know how to show it. And then I can't fall into that mommy guilt. Like I suck. Like I must have done something wrong. No nope, no nope, nope nope nope. I can't make up for what I've done in the past. I I I did the best I could at the time. I'm 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 here for her. That's all I can do is continue yeah. to be here for her. But but I know a lot of us will allow that mommy guilt to eat us alive. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another reason moms don't talk about it because you don't want another mom to go, oh, oh it's man. nothing but pure joy in my house. <laughs> right. You're like, you're a daggone lie. You're a lie. You're lie. Lie.
0: You a lie. Your daughter just pulled your hair out. Right. Just went that
1: ponytail in your head. Right, right. <laughs> you know your no, daughter I think- just flipped you the bird yesterday. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: right i will say though moms there's nothing wrong with apologizing if if you reflect on a conversation and you've gone off or you've said some things that you shouldn't have said um, or you made some assumptions that were not true or you projected some things onto your daughter show them that level of humility that you want them to have and apologize I don't know that our parents did enough of that. I know mine didn't.
1: I wish, my mom (laughs) walks around now and it's not funny, but it's funny. I wish my kids would come along and say, I did something wrong when I raised them. I did the best I could. Like, she'll just be talking to herself. And I'll be like, okay. (laughs) And that's fine. But
0: sometimes our best, we make mistakes and we we want them to be able to be accountable. We have to demonstrate it. We have to model it. Yes. So so do not be afraid to apologize. And I'm not saying for things that you don't really feel like you've done wrong. But if you know that you've gone a little bit too far or you could have said, I'm going to need y'all to do these dishes by this time. Okay. Period. Rather than hollering and yelling and going off and y'all don't never blah, blah, blah. Just state the thing you want them to do. And if you can reflect and say, I could have said that differently. It's nothing wrong with letting your child know that. They need to see that humanity sometimes, I I, I believe. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we have to hold them accountable. And I, 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 I do talk to some of my single parent friends because I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do some of the time but that's, that's one of the pieces of vulnerable advice that I got. If you don't want them to be talking all crazy and going all off, then you can't go all off all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so true. That's so true. You, yeah. You can't act a fool and then not expect them to not act a fool. So Yeah. 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 And you're right. I think the more, I started being very honest with Olivia. Like, Hey, live like that really hurt my feelings mm-hmm. when you did that. Mm-hmm. And then she would come back and say, Oh, well, she told me one time, she said, you, you always make jokes in front of my friends that I don't think are funny. And I feel like you're making fun of me. And I was like, what I'm making fun. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, why mm-hmm. I didn't, wow. Right. And that, that hurt. I was like, I would, I would never do that. So I had to take a step back and go, okay, I won't, I won't do that again. You know, like you said, you have to do some self reflection. Like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so you know it, 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 and you're doing a good job, Mom. You're doing a good job for all the the black women out there raising job. black girls. Right. It ain't easy, but I I, I wholeheartedly believe because there's some glimmers that I've seen with my daughter. Like, okay, she's starting to speak up for herself, mm-hmm. and like you said, super smart. Like super mm-hmm. smart. Super smart. I yeah. think she's smart. You know, just like that's my baby. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and she, she she talks to me now, tells me everything. Now she don't talk to me often because she's off at school, but she tells me a little bit of everything and I have to be able to listen and go, Oh, oh, okay. So mm-hmm. um, okay, so what what did you do after that? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and not be right. judgmental, because that's not what she's looking for. She's not that was something else that she she told me. She was in high school. She said, Mom, when I talk to you, she said, I'm not looking for your opinion. She said, I just need someone to listen. Mm. It's like, mm. but you know what? That's real because yeah. I love you, mom.
0: But sometimes that's that's our nature. Again, we want to protect and fix. Yes. And sometimes the kids will have to say, Mom, I'm just sharing. I need you to yes. just listen. I don't want you to try to fix it. Because every every space is not meant for that. Yes. And I think that can be a little crowding when they're just trying to operate in this safe space of expressing. And we're, well, maybe you could. I didn't want you to say nothing about what I coulda, shoulda, woulda did. I just want, I just want to get it out right. to somebody yeah. that I trust. Um so yeah, I would I, I would definitely say don't, don't. Do not um, hold withhold your
1: apologies when they are warranted. Um, And forgiveness, you gotta forgive. We're not perfect. You gotta forgive. You gotta forgive. Mm -hmm. Give them because again, they're they're learning how to process their feelings. I'm not saying I'm not, and I'm not saying you you're a a doormat by no means. But especially with my daughter, because you know girls mature so much quicker than boys. You know supposedly with science uh and and you just have to you know talk talk to them like like i said just very open honest conversation yeah. like when you did this this is how it made me feel how yes. did it make you feel yes you I know was,
0: that's what i was going to say about being honest about your feelings and and especially as they get older and they can understand hey i'm having a bad day i'm having a bad week mm-hmm. i'm not feeling good emotionally I need some space or I don't feel like doing that today or be honest. They can, they can take our not right now. They're old enough.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're not, they're not the toddlers that's going to fall out and get through a tantrum in the middle of the grocery store. You can say no.
1: Yeah.
0: You can say no.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Say, can but, we go? But, can I have, can I get my nails done? Can you buy me these shoes? Can you have it?
1: No. Yeah, I'm not an ATM machine. If you like money, you got to figure out how to work for it. Get a job. That was, that was one thing like very young. Like are you like nice things? Okay. Well, you're old enough to get a job now. And and my daughter was like, "Okay." And she she had a little job all throughout high school. She got a little job at college cuz she liked she wanted to go get her nails done and I, and they gave her a lot of independence. Yeah. So, that's what I think is very kid. important to Yes really, because I, I think when you give them everything, it, it just makes it a little more challenging because they're like, well, what do I need to work for if you just right. going to give it to me?
0: Uh, I, I, and my youngest, she's, her demeanor is much less combative. So if I, mm. I, I usually only have to ask her to do things once, mm. she usually doesn't push back, but she asks for every damn thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I have, can I get my nails done? Can I get my eyebrows done? Can I get my, <laughs> can I, can I get my hair done? And I just spit $200 to get this girl hair trimmed, colored two weeks ago, week later. I want to get my brain. I wish you would have fixed your mouth to ask me to get get your hair done again. I get my hair done once every three, five months. What are you talking about? You have no You're supposed to get your nails done on a regular basis. Yes. Done. You want some shoes. You want some clothes. You want to go to some movies. You want to go? What do I look like? i'm I'm expected to provide you with your needs and and most of your some of your wants mm-hmm. but that, that I would say that's another challenge of I don't know that that's necessarily new, but um kids trying to keep up with what other their peers are doing or getting, and there's some parents out here. Given, you hear know what I'm talking about? They, they, they high schoolers walking around here with Tory Birch bags and Balenciaga shoes and all
1: kind of things. I, yeah, and I, yeah, I, this is my little personal opinion. I just think you got to be real careful, real yeah. careful doing that. Because again, if you never have to work for anything, you don't understand the value of money. Yeah. So,
0: so I'm saying, you no know. shade to the parents that are able to do that. I just have a different um, level of my coins, ain't set up that way, first and foremost. Second of all, if I don't have it, I'm not about to have my kid walking around with it. And yeah, all, yeah, because
1: I, 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 really I, I don't get my name. things.
0: You have to learn to earn that some things you, you can't get till you can pay for it by yourself. That's how you understand that this is a luxury versus a need. Yeah. You getting your nails done is a luxury. Yes. You, if you're not going to a dance, there's no reason you need your nails done. You can go the up there. Nails. You got a gel polish uh, kit. Mm. Have you weight. How make about press-ons? Yeah, we did Lee press-ons in high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're making them look real good these days. You better go to Walgreens and make it happen for yourself. Hey. Any other ways that you've found yourself able to cope in some of these challenging ways or or ways that you have um, that have carried you through? What are some of the things that have carried you along in this
1: journey? For the last several years, uh, I forgave myself and I went through a major life transformation, went through a program. Um, that really helped me to forgive my father. I had him in my own little purgatory, when, and he's long gone. But I was going to keep his aura <laughs> there forever. Um, but I had to—I <laughs> had to let my biological—I had to let him go. I had to let him go. I had to forgive myself. I had to meditate. I had to get back for me. Get back into the Word and and you know start going over. Daily affirmations, um, and so with my daughter, like we had just had another situation about what we're gonna do for the summertime, and after I was like so okay well like come on, girl, you're better than that now, so I calmed down, I let twenty four hours go by before I talked to her again. I said, okay, what what why am I so frustrated what 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 went wrong, what went that and guess what the problem was me? I didn't communicate effectively. So I had to apologize. I said, Liv, it was my fault. I didn't. I, I didn't communicate what I, I thought you could read my mind." And she was like, "No, I didn't know that's what you wanted." So I was like, "I'm sweetie, I'm th- I'm sorry. It was me, my fault." Mm-hmm. So
0: that. that's that accountability. Yeah. That's that honesty. That's that meeting them where they are, helping yeah. them understand where we are and what we need. I think all of those things are very good coping mechanisms and and tools to help strengthen our relationships with our young teenage women. Yeah. I, I know for me, I'm I'm really having to um I'm in a strange period individually as a single person, as a single parent. I feel like I'm constantly pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring out, pouring, pouring, pouring out. And to the point of depletion and that comes at once I get so depleted, it's, 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 um it's dangerous. It's dangerous emotionally. Then I'm not able to be my best self for me and for my children. So I need to do better at self-care so that I'm not so depleted because then I'm like, All y'all want is something from me. Nobody's nobody's giving anything back to me. I'm not getting anything back. I'm giving for work. I'm giving for this. I'm giving, I'm giving, and I'm not getting back. So um, I have to engage in more self-care because, you know, like they say on the airplane, you got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help other people. So I would encourage other parents, whether you're single or in a marital or co-parenting relationship, make sure you engage in some self-care because you have to have that strength to be your best self for you and then be your best self, be the best model of a wonderful Black woman to your teenage daughters. So yeah. And part of that is setting boundaries too. Yeah, it is. If y'all want to go back and check out our episode on no being a complete sentence, yeah, that thing out. um, Some of our yeses need to be to us. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will go get my nails done. Mm -hmm. Yes, I will go get a massage for myself. Yes, I will go sit in my room and play this meditation music and just be still and quiet. Mm And no to, we're not going to the mall today. No, you can't have friends sleep over. I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Listen to your bodies. Even if your friend, if you don't feel like doing something, don't do it. Yeah. It's another thing to model. It's not a, it's not a bad thing to model to your children. So they can know if it's something you don't want to do, unless you have to, unless it's like work or homework, don't do it.
1: Yeah do it yeah yeah i heard there was a um a pastor here who my sister-in-law was telling me about and she was saying how the key to parenting or he said the key to parenting was understanding that we're like um bumper car cables we're just supposed to you know be the Mm -hmm. bumper to go oh no 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 you don't want to go on this oh you're a little close over here but not control Mm -hmm. so that that Distinction is so important. Yeah. We're here to guide, not control. Ooh. These are little souls that have their own path, their own personalities. Again, they're not little mini-me's. Mi- can guide, not control. And for me, that just hit me. I was like, okay, yeah. And then it helped from my daughter was like, I'm not a miniature you. And I was like, oh. Okay. And then that's,
0: that's, that's listen, we, we already have that theme. Someone else outside of us said that, which means that that's, that's a constant feeling. It's a consistent feeling across multiple people. Cause my daughter said the same thing. You're trying to control everything, uh-huh. You're right? We have to take a step back. And I, I do I'm like, is that really
1: wrong? Or is it just not how I would do it? Maybe. And that's not. okay. It might not be how you would do it. it. Might got, not be a a it's mm-hmm. their path. It's their path. Even now, my husband had to remind me with my He was like, Mo, like, he, he told me to stand down. He's like, <laughs> stand down, girl. He's like, this is her path. He said, you can't walk. Because I tried to, I, I would try to carry her on my back to help her walk her path. Mm-hmm. He was like, this ain't, like, if she fall, that's okay. She'll scrape her knee, she'll get right back up. But she'll learn something in that falling and getting back up.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you have to allow her to do that.
0: Yeah. Wow, so. this has helped me. I don't know about y'all, but you know, this this is really timely for me. Again, I've got two teenagers. Mo, you got a teenager. Your teenager almost grown, grown. Um, oh, Lord, yeah, yes. yeah. Well, this has been another nurturing episode of Black Coffee with a Cider Candor where we're talking about raising black children black teenagers black young women in particular in particular yes. so um we've learned that um it's okay to be vulnerable it's okay to apologize it's okay to hold our teenagers accountable and be accountable ourselves and then guide but not control yep.
1: mm-hmm. and refuse That's- to to fall into that mommy guilt Oh, I could have, should have, would have, I should have done this. Oh, I could have been better. Nope, girl, you did the best you could do at that time. That's mm-hmm. all we can do. All we can do is do better going forward. That's right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Be well. Keep your head up.
0: It's going to get better. It'll be all worth it. Self-care. Take care of yourself. Yes. Awesome. The next time. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Black Coffee with a Side of Candor. Be sure to like, add, or follow this podcast on your streaming outlet of choice. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Black Coffee with a Side of Candor, for a visual podcast experience. Catch you next time.